Hi, this is uh, Jay Varma. I'm the uh, director of the Cornell Center for Pandemic Prevention and Response. Uh, and it's great to join Jennifer because you and I haven't spoken in, gosh, ages, although we communicate often, I think, on social media and other platforms. So uh, and I hear you have a pretty exciting new job as well, too. Yeah, thanks for um, having me in this conversation. It's good to talk to you. Um, yeah, I'm Jennifer Nuzzo. I'm um, a professor of epidemiology at uh, Brown University School of Public Health, um, which I joined in early April um, 2022. And um, I'm joined it to start a new pandemic center there. Um, so very excited to have this conversation. Yeah, it sounds like both of us are, are moving in the same directions. You know, I just spent 20 years of my career in, in public health practice working for CDC around the world and, and recently joined Cornell, also to set up a, a center on pandemics. So which I think probably brings us to the, the topic that's probably of most interest to other people and that you and I share a common interest in is, you know, we're in an age of pandemics, right? And and to me, uh, you know, that the, the outbreak of the day right now is monkeypox, which I'm, I'm quite concerned about. But kind of the big picture issue for me, and, and I, I suspect you agree with this a lot, is that um, this is just yet another signal that, uh, you know, humans, animals, our environment uh, are, are going to be uh, the source of, of new emerging diseases that are going to disrupt society. So I'd, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on on kind of monkeypox and, and what it means both for the epidemic itself, but also kind of this, this sort of big picture issue and, and the, you know, the way we're trying to raise awareness about these problems. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why you and I and others, you know, are you know focusing our efforts on these topics um, is simply reflective of the fact that they really are the hazards of our times. That the frequency with which new diseases are emerging um, has been steadily increasing, and they don't all go on to become pandemics, um, but some of them do. And the possibility of of more serious um, disease crises is, I think, very much something that we have to plan for and be ready for, so that when they happen, we don't get hobbled by them. And, um, you know, monkeypox, I think, is uh, just another example of um, a disease spilling over and spreading, um, you know, in many places where it didn't previously used to spread. And, and I think reflective of why we need to have strong plans and programs and resources um, to respond when these things happen um, so that we can minimize their impact on our lives. Yeah, and I think the, you know, those of us who work in this field, it's very obvious to us, but I, I think for, for people who might be listening, I think the most important thing to keep in mind is that because humans, animals, and the environment are coming into closer proximity and, uh, and we have urbanization, we have, you know, rapid travel, we have increase in, in human consumption of sort of animal proteins and trade in wildlife, all of that amplified by climate change, um, you're going to continue to have these spillover events. And, and those of us who work in public health, you know, we can give you a long list of things potentially to be worried about, but the, the sort of possibilities are, are really kind of endless. So you have to be prepared for anything to come your way. You know, Jennifer, you and I have always, you yeah. know, probably work in this field, we're talking about all hazards preparedness. So, so what do you think are some of the things that, I don't know, that businesses or organizations and, and maybe individuals should be thinking about, um, you know, when it comes to that kind of all hazards preparedness for these new diseases? I think the first thing um, that they have to pay attention to is the fact that geography is probably irrelevant. Um, and basically those pressures that you describe that are um, the reason why we're seeing more of these diseases emerging and spreading um, are also the pressures that make them spread far and wide. So we have a globalized economy. Um, it makes sense that when something pops up in one part of the world, um, we, I think, should expect that it could easily be in multiple parts of the world. So I think businesses and people have to recognize that um, just because you're hearing about something over there doesn't mean it won't be at some point over here. 
Yeah, and I think this is a really hard for for many of us, including myself, to always uh, to frame. You know, you you even if you spend time in other parts of the world, you say, "Oh, that's a problem over there." Um, and interestingly enough, you know, in the military world, that is is less of an issue, right? You know, when you talk about terrorist events in other places, you know, there's a there's a constant drumbeat across all of government. Uh, we have to fight the problem at the source, otherwise, it's going to come back to get us here. Um, why is it that we face that challenge with infectious disease threats, do you think? You know, I think it's partially because it's not visible. Um, and I think it's also just partially we are used to how it used to be. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we should need to abolish the term global health and just think of it as health, um, health of everyone on, on the planet. And I think what it um, means for all of us is that, um, you know, there are things that we can do to reduce our risk from these hazards. And just because one huge event like COVID um, may at some point come to an end or end in terms of our day-to-day -day worries about it, um, there could easily be something around the corner. And so we have to kind of equip ourselves to um, protect ourselves from these events and to respond very quickly so that they don't take over our lives. Um, they truly are the hazards of our times. And um, just like we prepare for the, you know, weather events and hurricanes and fires and um, through the preparation lessen the harms that those events happen, we have to do the same thing for infectious diseases. Yeah. And, and the point you raise about visibility to me is, is probably one of the most important ones. You know, when I was in New York City running the city's COVID response for over a year, I kept saying that, you know, if you had a thousand bullets flying through the air and maybe only one of a thousand people died from it, everybody would stay at home. But when you have a thousand new infections every day and only one in a thousand stays home, it, it kills people. People still want to go out. So um, I, I do think, you know, since our conversation is now coming to an end, I think just sort of capturing the importance of being aware and making it visible to yourself is going to be important. And we've helped ourselves in other events 